Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Do you think there's something unfair about homeschooling children? Now, of course, this was a big thing during COVID-19 and many people thought it was worked out so well they would continue to do it. The number of officially registered homeschooled children as of last year had climbed by 25%. Now, this is obviously not directly related to the pandemic, but because of the pandemic, obviously people thought, I can do this. So they they estimate that possibly 4,000 people homeschooled their children or parents homeschool their children in this country. More and more people are homeschooling for many different reasons. There are some parents that are doing it for religious reasons. Some parents don't agree with, say, liberal views in school and they feel that their children should be only educated at home. Many parents have opted to homeschool their children who say they, it avoids anxiety, bullying, exam pressure, stress, etc., etc. Uh, others have concerns about their children's additional educational needs and capacity to learn or in school. Uh, and others will do it because they feel they can give their child a better education because some parents just believe that the environment is safer at home for their child and they can control the child's moral and education a little bit morals and education a little bit better. Now all children in Ireland by the way by law are required to be educated between the age of 6 and 16. Now some people will start their children in school at 4 or 5. You've a choice. Anywhere between the age of 4 and 6 if their birthday is up to September as you know, you can start your child in school. If you don't have you don't have to char- start your child's school at four, by the way, you can leave it till they're six if you want to. But you must educate your child by law between six and 16 years of age. It's in the constitution. Your child is entitled to an education. But if your child is under the age of six and you're not considering not starting them in school until this September, for example, uh, you're quite, you're willing to do that or you're quite legally entitled to do that. Um, But you don't legally have to send them to school and you don't have to really inform anybody. You just have to register as a homeschooler. You probably, or you may get a visit. Um, to your home to check that everything is in order but you can do it straight away I mean it's shockingly easy to homeschool your child in Ireland you don't have to follow any curriculum but there is an onus on homeschooling parents to provide a certain minimum education though that minimum is not defined in law by Bunrock Naharan or the Department of Education now you don't need any qualifications to homeschool your child you could have just done your leaving cert or your junior cert as a parent and you can homeschool your children you don't need to be you know have any special you know PhDs or anything like that or a Bachelor of Arts and anything like a school teacher would and once you have registered you will probably get a visit by someone from the National Education Welfare Board who will discuss the reasons for your homeschooling and a parent needs to be in a position to discuss the curriculum if they're using one and your general approach to learning and education they need to show that they are complying with regulations regarding the physical needs of their children as well as the moral education so really you don't have to prove any academia I'm not suggesting that you should be thick as a plank and educate your children, but technically speaking, you can be as thick as a plank. And a parent doesn't need to be an expert or even know how to teach in order to be a successful homeschooling parent. Now, some people believe that for this reason, the children would not be getting up to a standard of education that would be required. However, homeschooling parents say that they can outsource certain subjects. For example, if you're not good at maths as a parent, you can get a grind in, for example, to do that if you want to. But I don't know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing to homeschool your children. Let's focus on primary school children for the moment, okay? Because less parents will homeschool in secondary school, but a lot will parent will homeschool in primary school up to the age of 12. Is this a good thing for your child? I can see the advantages, but I can see huge disadvantages too, because, of course, they're not in a school setting. They're not learning to socialise as much. Although homeschooling parents will argue, well, they can socialise after school, outside with their mates. What's wrong with that? 
They, they, I suppose, from an educational point of view, they're not on the same page as everybody else. They might be at a, you know, a different point. They could be ahead or they could be behind. Uh, you don't know until you get to secondary school how far behind or how far ahead you might be. So realistically, is it a good idea? The advantages, of course, are that you are in complete control of their education. You are in complete control of morally what they do and what they don't do and how they feel, etc. And for many parents, it avoids the stress of... Uh, we hear a lot about bullying in school nowadays and it avoids a lot of that stuff. So is it a good is it a good thing to homeschool your child? And do you think it's unfair on children? That's the real question. Because some people say it's unfair. I want to know what you think. Do you think it's unfair to homeschool your child? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Maybe you're a homeschooler or you know somebody who's a homeschooler or you just think that it's really wrong, that people shouldn't be allowed to do it unless they have the qualifications of a school teacher, for example. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Let me go to Jean. Jean, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Jean? Good morning, Niall. I was going to say hi, Jean, but I'm sure you're sick of that. <laughs> I get it all the time, especially in COVID. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Jean. Hi. So, Jean, I mean, t- look, homeschooling, it's a difficult one, really, because to me, unless the parents are very qualified to do it, I, I would find it difficult to agree with. Uh, I think it's a very special kind of parent and a very caring parent and a, ca- a parent invested in their child that makes these decisions. Mm-hmm. And I know there's lots of parents today listening and you've sort of ticked all the kind of boxes of bullying, special needs, religious. Um, and there's a lot of individual reasons why parents homeschool. And, where, you know, I was thinking when I was listening to you talking, children are only children for a very short time and it's their job to shape them. You know, and there's different ways of shaping them before they become teenagers. And you don't get those years back. And there's more than one way to to educate your child. When you say shape them, do you mean morally or academically? Uh, Holistically, every which way to meet their needs, to find out what what are their best needs. Who says they have to know everything about maths before they're 12? Who says they have to know absolutely everything academically before they're 12? I mean, who makes that decision? Well, the Department of Education make that decision and it's based on a curriculum, isn't it? Yeah. You know, to say, right, they're not great at maths. They, they like nature and geography better. They, they like mm-hmm. this better. They like that better. Um, I know when we spoke last, we were talking about my individual case. Now, I have my daughter's book list. I have her. I got everything from the school. I haven't bought it, went out and bought anything yet. I haven't made a final decision. So um, are you thinking about doing it? I am thinking about it. And you were your key question today was, is it fair on the child? Some of these decisions come from the child to the parent to say, ma'am, I'm not enjoying going to this building every day that you're sending me to. But Gene, didn't we all say that? I'm not enjoying going to this building every day. Yeah, I hate school. Why are we not listening to our children? And it's time because we have, we, well, okay. You, know, you might say, why are we not listening to our children? And I, and I hate the line, children be, should be seen and not heard, right? That's a really no. old line, okay? But in saying that, we have a duty as parents to sometimes ignore yeah. their wishes and do what's in their best interest. Okay, so it comes down to a family decision. It's a big economic step. I'm, I'm realistic to know that. It's just, you have to sit down and say, can our family dynamic do this? You could do it for a year. You could do it for two years. If it's a big step, and I think if it's going to better the child, if it's a big problem, if it's a big thing that you want to do, it does, it does require a big... It is a big decision. How old is your child, by the way? She's 11. She'll be 12 in September. 
Okay, so it'll only be for the last year of our primary school, is that what you're we saying? We had talked about it, yeah, yeah so okay. she would only do it for the last year. And I would take that very seriously if she's not happy. I wouldn't go through my day, and a lot of parents would probably agree with me, you can't go to work and be happy if you know your child is not happy. And is there, a, re- no- is there a reason, when you say she doesn't like going to that building every day, is it from an educational point of view? Is well, it, I just is she, does she get anxiety? I mean, yeah, or is it? she just... I suppose COVID might have had a hand to play in it now where fifth class was very boring. It was a lot of repetition. And I had said to her teacher, can you not give her a separate work to do? Because she's done this already. So she's bored. Mm-hmm. So she's no incentive to go in. And I was putting a uniform on. She said, Mom, I don't want to go in today because I'm going to be bored. And academically, where would she be in the class? Is she at the bottom, the middle, at the top? She might be somewhere in the middle of just like, okay. Mom, I've done all this before. Like, okay. I'm like, okay. yeah. And do you think, you, you know, Jean, I mean, would you be, I mean, you're going to have to do a bit of Googling and a bit of research. Do you think you'll be capable? Because most of us, I mean, look, I try and help, say, for example, my partner's daughter. I'm, I like maths. I'm good at maths. And I try to help her with her maths. But I can't help her with certain but subjects see, because I'm not where, good at them. That's where you're going wrong because you're automatically thinking of the academics. And there's more to a child than their brain. No, I agree, but that's important too because it at is, some point your child like has to leave school and get a college degree to get a job. Yeah, but then it's like if, if for this, for the first, for, for a few years, it's just to get them to be happy, to take a step back from the epidemics, to go right. Now, I'm not particularly talking about my child, but I'm trying to support other parents that are listening to go right. If my child isn't happy, they're not going to really be bothered about their timetables and their to take a step back from it to go, right, let's look at other things and we'll get back to that when the child is ready. Mm-hmm. You could be talking about a child that has very bad dyslexia, dyspraxia, special needs, COVID has let them down, that the parent has decided, right, I just want to make my child happy for a while and this is the choice that I'm going to make to get my child on a better footing. Sometimes it's nice to go back so we can go forward. And, you know, you're only going to do it for a year and you're going to send her to secondary school then. And and I see I see nothing too much wrong with that, okay? Provided you're confident that you could do that and you want to give that that time and you're dedicated to it. But where I see a problem with homeschooling is some are good at it and some are not good at it. And you're saying, why is maths important? Why is the curriculum important? And you're right. There's an awful lot of things. For example, yeah. 99% of what I learned in school, I never use. Yeah. Right? And that's fair enough. Uh, and some of the stuff that I should have probably learned in school, I use now or I train myself to do now, right? But in saying that, the, it's a blunt in, education is a blunt instrument. So when a child gets to 18, they have to pick a college course because they have to decide what kind of career they're going to have. So if they're going to do you know, the sciences or if they're going to do something else or something more manual and carpentry, whatever it happens to be, whatever they want to do, right? But they've got to go to college because these things are currency and they're currency for their future. So if you don't set them up to the age of 18, for example, which is the you know standard education in this country, and you don't have them at the same point that everybody else is at, to some degree, whether you believe it's right or wrong, well then, they're at a disadvantage, aren't they? I don't know. There's a word I wrote down. I was taking some notes while you were talking. I think there's a lot, a lot of words we just talk about. There's like a child is an individual now. It's just an individual. They're not all programmed to go, I'm going to write your destiny. And this is what you're going to do. I have no idea what my daughter wants to do. I don't know whether math is going to be important. She might want to go off and do something that is absolutely not Absolutely. And I, and I, and I agree with answers. you. Yeah. I'm sure in your workplace there today, if you ask how many colleagues you work with, whether they need math in their adult life. 
No, they don't. Most, yeah, I would ninety nine percent of people need basic maths. Basic maths. Ma- sorry for swearing. Who I, said maths has to be the pinnacle of everything that we need? It's important. And I know when I hang up, there'll be other people ringing in. My child loves dancing. My child wants to be an actress. Absolutely. My, my and I, I but, and I, Jean, I agree with you. And I know children who've gone through school disappointed and sad and feeling that they don't want to be there, yeah. but they're great little dancers or great singers and they went on to have a great career you know, and in that. I, and, and I get that, but that's not the point. You yeah, have to I set them up. A lot of, um, I watched a lot of documentaries on homeschooling. And it's just trying to nurture the individual child. Okay. And okay. as you said, as long as they're assessed and you're making yourself available to the relevant agencies that your child is well and they're being taken care of and they're meeting some of the basic requirements, I just think as long as your child is happy and they're meeting their needs, they will flourish into a, a lovely adolescent and a lovely adult. And they will look back and go, yeah, I had that time to find out what I'm good at. I just think this linear education of Let's all do the same thing. I'm not going to ask you what you're interested in. Just go home and do that for homework and just drop it into me tomorrow when we're, and then some of the teachers don't even correct it. No, no, no. I, I do get what you're saying, Jean, and I'm agreeing with a lot of what you're saying, but there's parts, obviously, it worries me a little bit that, you know, every child deserves the same opportunities. But stay there, Jean, if you can. Uh, I want to go to Tina as well. Tina is a registered teacher. Uh, Tina, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Tina? Hi, Niall. Not so bad, thanks. How are you? A huge increase in homeschooling, 25% increase. That was last year. I don't have the figure for this year, but I'm assuming it's climbed again. Um, now, some of that was to do with the fact that parents, uh, you know, during COVID got a taste for it and thought, this is a good idea. So, do you think it? Do you think it's a good idea? To be honest, I'm a little bit on the fence at the moment um, regarding that discussion because um, I agree with a lot of what June was saying and she's right in a certain way. Um, I think mainstream schooling doesn't fit everyone. Um, and I, I also think like that the individual needs of the child should be recognised. But I do also, on the other hand, think that there is a kind of a space or a gap for um, a basic level of subjects like, you know, math, languages, critical thinking skills, um, health and wellness type of uh, subjects that should be introduced. The curriculum is very outdated. And I think that that could be one of the main problems that parents have um, with mainstream schooling at the, at the moment. And I think it's been highlighted by COVID, you know. And there's a lot of changes in, in the curriculum as well lately that a lot of parents are not happy with. So I can kind of see it from both uh, sides of the argument. And I, I am a mother as well of two young children within the primary school age. Um, so, you know, it, it is a discussion that needs to be had um, in mm-hmm. the wider population, you know. So if a parent came to you like Jean, who's in a bit of a quandary at the moment, her daughter's last year of um, primary school, and she's thinking of keeping her out of school in September and doing it herself and dedicating the time to doing that before she goes to secondary, what advice would you give her? I, I hope you know what you're getting yourself into. Um, I think there's a huge jump from primary school to secondary school in terms of the level um in in all subjects and you know it it does take a lot to stay at home and homeschool and to the level where your child is then prepared um, and has opportunities opened for them you know at leaving cert stage what do they do then you know if they're 18 19 and they want to go working and they don't have any level five level six equivalent or anything like that it it becomes um maybe a more long-winded journey then you know, to get into the workforce. That's what mm-hmm. I would say, just to be aware of things like that. 
um, going forward. If you are planning on keeping your child out of mainstream school in secondary school for longer than a year, you know, yeah. it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work and it demands a lot of patience um, and a lot of time to really make sure that young person um, is, is getting the education to the standard of everyone else so that they need that they need that kind of level to be able to compete, you see, in terms of employment. And what about the discipline involved in that? I mean, I, and I'll, I'll go back to Jean in a second on that, but I suppose for many parents, it's easy to fall into the trap of Johnny doesn't want to get out of bed too early and he wanders out of bed at half nine, eats his breakfast while you're giving him his first lesson. I mean, there, there's a discipline involved in school where it's getting to school at a particular time, which gets you used to going to work, by the way, as you get older in life. Um, you know, I'm going from a class to a class. And and I know Jean is not a fan of homework either, particularly when it's irrelevant. And I understand the point that she's making. There was nothing worse than going home and asking me to do an essay on the Renaissance when I had no interest in it. And I still have no interest in it. But but in saying that, that, that discipline of doing what you're told, I suppose, is that important? Yeah. Well, it depends what kind of job and career that you want afterwards. You know, if you're going to be a self-employed entrepreneur, then maybe those kind of skills of doing what you're told are not so important. You know, getting up at a, organizing your life is important and those skills are very important. And yes, they are learned to a certain extent, um, you know, to conform to a school day and a schedule and be on time and show up at a certain place at a certain time. So th- there is definitely an element of that that is taught throughout the whole schooling process. And, and um, the social aspect of school as well, you know, integrating with your peers and I suppose the kind of herd mentality of children where they, they usually are in groups of four and five who become friends and they move from herd to herd, I suppose. It's very like animals, to be honest with you, out in the wild. But in saying that, it is the same. It's that whole social interaction, which again, you need, need for later in life. Is that important? Or are they missing out if they're homeschooled on something like that? I don't think they're missing out as such if they're homeschooled, but it's definitely different. So mm. your your social circle would be smaller. I I would argue that it would be smaller to the likes of other families who you would socialise with outside, um, you know, and you might go to events or whatever with your own peers of that age group. But the age thing as well is important here because not a lot of, well, there's not a lot of families at the secondary school level that would homeschool. So therefore, the social circles would be smaller of that particular age group. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not that they wouldn't get any social interaction at all, but it definitely would be reduced, in my opinion. I mean, Jean, do you, do you accept that? Well, I suppose at this point, your your daughter obviously has a lot of friends anyway, because she's been in school for a little period yeah. of time. But do you accept that, you know, in the norm when you start homeschooling, particularly if you do it from a young age, at sort of five or six years of age, that your child misses out on, you know, the social aspect of school? Well, you see, when I research this, and I think people have a picture of homeschooling that you're just, your, your child is at the coffee table on their own, which isn't true. There's a lot of groups now. There's a lot of meetups. There's a lot of Facebook pages I Googled where there are similar parents that organize meetups for like-minded parents to go on nature walks, museum trips, you know, out and about. So there, there, there is that element and acknowledgement of socialization. Mm-hmm. And, so and it's not as and it's not as isolating and there's a lot of support. I mean, that's the one when I since spoke to you. That's the research I've done. And in relation to the discipline, I mean, there's a discipline to go into school because you'll be there for quarter to nine or nine o'clock in the morning, whatever it is. Like you know, will you be getting your daughter up at a specific time? I did. Every day? No, that's what we did in COVID. That's what we did in COVID. Yeah. Uh, that's probably where I learned it from. You were saying where we learned about our children more in COVID. Mm. Um, I had a, I had a very uh, nice routine here that we implemented 
we had breakfast, we got dressed, we came to the table, I organized the work for the day, we stayed at the work for the day, I had it up on the wall, we, we took our lunch break, we went for our walk, we did lots of nature. That's probably where I got the idea from of the, we did our nature walks, I learned loads going out on nature walks, we took what we learned on our walks, we brought them into the home then and that was just one thing that we did. Um, Do you think you learned something from it as well by the way? I did, yeah. I just thought this is so. I'm learning more about my child. I'm learning what she's not good at. I'm I'm learning to help her. I've learned more about her, and I saw her flourish. And she was able to pick. She used to come to me and say, "Ma'am, can I, can I do a, a project on what's your man's name with the electric car? Nicholas oh, uh, Tesla. Oh, Tesla. Yeah. Oh no, the electric. Yeah, oh yeah, said, Tesla. Can, yeah. Elon so Musk. She was coming yeah. to me with ideas of like, "Ma'am, I'm going up to write an essay on him." Okay. Yeah, and I agree. I agree with Jean in that. Like, children need to be, I suppose, nourished in in what they're good at and and what their skills are. Um, you know, and that they need to be encouraged in that. And that's just not the way the curriculum is in in mainstream school. And now it's it's going the complete opposite. You know, a lot of children would would um, struggle with mainstream. And I actually work. I don't want to say where I work, but mm. I I would work online as well with a lot of mainstream uh, children who would have dropped out for various different reasons, but a lot of reasons would be they just don't fit in to the square peg, you know? I, I know, I get you. It's a kind of blunt instrument education, isn't it? Yeah, and it's almost like it's becoming indoctrination now at this point. You know, there's a lot of parents... Well, education is indoctrination. It is... I mean, people use indoctrination or brainwashing for all different types of things, including religion and all sorts of things. But, but I mean, by its very nature... You know, it is indoctrination education because that's what it's meant to be. It's not a, and I don't mean that in a negative way. It's designed to teach us to deal with life and to deal with, you know, jobs and careers and whatever it is we're going into the sciences or, I you know, manual if end I of work. Say, I hope my fear when they go back in six <laughs> that six is not another revision of fifth, that it's just not more revision. It's like we need to get over COVID. We need to just, you know, oh, yeah, no, have I a agree better with that. curriculum. Yeah. I'm just hoping if I do send her back now. If I do send her back, then it's just not a repeat. And I heard what that lady said there. No, yeah, and I, I agree. With, oh, by the way, I'm agreeing like, with both of you. I am yeah. agreeing. And I, and I and sorry, I wanted to just mention that to Tina. I know a lot of parents, Tina, are homeschooling their children for different reasons, right? And um, we did get one uh, email from a woman a while ago. Want to homeschool her children because she didn't agree with the liberal views of uh, modern schools, uh, and she wanted to bring her child up in her own eyes and her own moral views. We also get people who will avoid sending their kids to school because they say their children feel anxious or anxiety, or they believe that some of the stuff is irrelevant that they learn in school. And I'm not going to disagree with that because for most people, Tina, for example, I love simultaneous equations. <laughs> Um, absolutely love them but it'll serve me no purpose in life and, but I spent probably months learning them in school uh, and I mentioned the renaissance a few minutes ago okay it's nice to know about history and European history but you don't really need it in life so a lot of stuff we don't need and could be changed to something more relevant where, where do you think education misses out on Tina like what, what should we be doing that we're not doing well, I think there's definitely a gap for an alternative education system in Ireland at the moment. You know, the, 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 a gap that will fill, um, I suppose, where Jean is coming from, the whole homeschooling community um, and the mainstream education. So there, there's definitely a gap in the middle there somewhere where, you know, it, it could fo- a curriculum could focus on critical thinking skills, life skills, um, you know, m- maybe do the main subjects like math, science, languages, uh, health and wellness type of subjects that will, you know, I suppose, 
lead children into what they're good at um, and improve their confidence and, you know, work on that as a baseline rather than you're not doing this to a to where I'd like you to be. You're not at that level. You have to put yourself in this box, you know, and that is what a lot of mainstream is becoming and it's getting worse. Oh, well, what do you think of them, what the Minister of Justice, just finally, because I have to go into a break in a second, the Minister of Justice comments today where she wants to obviously change and review the SPHE and the sex education and change the sex education to the new sex education bill, which would include a lot more things that some parents have concerns about. I mean, what, what do you think of the SPHE and the, and the new sex education bill? Um, I don't agree with it. I think, like, there was um, a Gripped Media post there recently and there's the SPHE toolkit for primary, this is primary school children uh, we're talking about here, um, that are still, you know, learning through pictures and picture books, for example. And the new curriculum for SPHE and RSE is encouraging cross-dressing, drag, gender, queer and gender fluid identities. You know, um, schools are are being told not to use terms like boy and girl anymore. They're in, they're they're told to use more gender neutral terms, and this is all on curriculum.ie that parents can check out for themselves. But I think so. I, you would you would have a more conservative view of how education should be thought, obviously. I I think that that kind of you know sexualization of of young children. Okay, maybe in secondary school, approaching the age of fifteen, sixteen. And so upwards, you just don't think it's age appropriate at that age. I don't think it's age appropriate. I think it's the sexualization of children, and I think that they're too young to understand these radical ideologies in primary school at that. Um, Some would argue, and I'm only going to give you the alternate argument. The alternate argument is is that look, these things happen in life. You know, there are people, there are same-sex marriages, there are people who are transgender, there are people that they're going to come across, you know, throughout their life. And I suppose it teaches them from a young age not to be judgmental. Is that not the argument in relation no, to No, but it's not teaching them not to be judgmental. That's no, I would have no problem with teaching children not to be judgmental. What I have a problem with, I suppose, is uh, forcing and almost influencing their way of thought so young because mm-hmm. they're not capable of understanding that kind of radical ideology. They don't understand that they're being influenced at that age. Teachers have to understand that they're in a very, very, um, you know, they're in a position of power. Of course And, yes. you know, if, if, they, if they themselves are gay, they will have a certain bias towards how, uh, the way they teach. Well, you could argue if you're heterosexual, you have a certain bias too. Yes, uh, yes, absolutely. But that's why parents need to be more involved and they need to be aware of what's going on in the school curriculum at the moment and they need to have a voice. And and right now they don't because if you raise your head above the pulpit at all, especially as a teacher, you get shot down, you get, um, you know, labelled as, you know, homophobic, this, that and the other, and nobody's allowed to speak about these issues or topics, and it's, that is very dangerous. Well, I'm glad you're allowed to speak about it today. Listen, Tina, I understand, and I appreciate and respect your view. Uh, Tina and uh, Jean there, who's thinking of homeschooling her child, let us know what you think. Is homeschooling unfair? If you are doing it, why are you doing it? And why do you think so many parents are deciding now there's an increase, obviously, in homeschooling? Why do you think so many parents are deciding to homeschool their children, particularly at primary level? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 188 Hey, now. I, I expect you're going to see a lot more people going to homeschooling the more that they uh, start trying to turn the education system into a woke education system, you know. There's, 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 they're teaching them about genders and they're, they're discouraging teachers from using the terms boys and girls and all other types of nonsense. Focus on teaching the kids and then parents might leave the actual kids in school if they're, if they're taught something that will benefit them now and in the future. Not this woke nonsense. Take care. Bye. 
Okay, okay. There's a few people, by the way, suggesting that as well. And there's other reasons, by the way, why parents choose to homeschool their children. I mean, Jean points out that not every child fits into the same box. I think Tina mentioned that as well. That not every child fits into that same box. That some children, by the way, academically, might not be the best in the world. But they might be great at something else, like dance or drama. And that might be their career. That might end up being their career. But then, yeah, of course, you have to take into consideration that they not, might be the lucky ones who will end up being the movie star or being the dancer, the famous dancer that can actually make money. Because if you want to go into dance, for example, it's very limited in the amount of people that can make money out of it. The same way as if a, you know, a child wants to be somebody who plays football for a living. There are very few people in the big scheme of things in this world that make money playing football. There are thousands and thousands, millions of kids who play football, but very few of them will actually make money out of it. So it's not really a career choice. It can be, if somebody's good enough at it, but you have to have a backing, some sort of support, something in the background, uh, I suppose, that will, I suppose, save you, you know, if you know what I mean. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic.